It's a Saturday morning here on WCCO, and we have a bit of a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi, Denny. How are things? Well, I'm inside. Yes, I'm inside, <laughs> so I'm fine. But it's six below zero officially, and I hope you're doing well and all the good folks at Haskell's. And uh, what can We're we do? We're doing uh, just fine. Good. Just fine. I was thinking with the big football game on Sunday to talk a little bit about having uh, probably undoubtedly most people have a few people in to watch Sunday to talk a little bit about having uh, probably undoubtedly most people have a few people in to watch the game and the ease of preparation uh, when you're going to have people in for the game. And it's not too late today to call a few friends and neighbors and ask them to come over and enjoy the game together. It's always, I think, more fun when you're watching a football game on TV to have some friends and neighbors that you can talk to while you're watching the big game. One thing you want to make it, in my opinion, is easy. You know, put everything out on a table so you're not constantly going back and forth with food and drink. Just set it all out. And and then make it easy on yourself on the food. Lots of finger food would be in order. And, of course, with this cold snap, who can deny the pleasures of something like chili, a big hearty bowl of chili, and make sure you put out toppings for the chili, cheese, chopped onions, jalapenos, etc., whatever your favorite is to put out to top that chili. And, of course, my favorite chili, if you have a source for it, is venison chili. I don't think there's any, number one, I think it's the best way to have venison unless you've got the tenderloin, but the rest of the venison is just delicious in chili. It lends itself. And then there's so many varieties of chili. You can make white chili, which always struck me as kind of a fantasy thing till I had it a couple of times, and it's really kind of good. Uh, of course, hearty stews would be in order. Well, who can deny the pleasure of lamb stew or beef stew or Irish stew with lots of potatoes in it, etc.? Uh, soups are another hearty fare to have on cold weather. Chipino or bouillabaisse are fish soups that are absolutely wonderful. Bisque is terrific. Uh, and, of course, our very own wild rice soup, is especially creamy wild rice soup, is just, a, I think, a winter beater. Uh, who can deny the pleasures of French onion soup when you bake that in the oven with a crust of bread on top of the soup and then top that with Gruyere cheese or Jarlsberg, and then pop it in the oven till that cheese is all melted and put that out. That'll chase away the winter blues very fast. Our winter vegetable soup would be very good, too. It's just another, I think, easy central thing to do. Finger food, of course, is always in order. You can put out mini sandwiches, sliders. You can make sliders out of everything, chicken, roast beef, uh, the uh, shredded beefs and all those things that you can buy today where you buy the shredded chicken, shredded beef, shredded pork already done for you, and all that's left for you to do is season it up your favorite way. And that's just so easy, in my opinion, those mini sandwiches. Chips and dip, you know, they never go out of style. They were always great. I remember last summer one of my grandchildren made a dip out of French onion soup and sour cream. And, of course, I hadn't had that in about 25 years, and I was reminded how delicious it was. No wonder it was so popular. It probably still is. And if not, 
reintroduce it. It's delicious and it's easy. Chicken wings. Everybody's got a favorite recipe for chicken wings. And if you don't, you can order those carryout. And it's not, pizza's another easy thing to have. And like I said, when you have those big dishes where you have a hearty stew or a soup, those are just terrific. And then put lots of snacks around. Uh, you know, pretzels, peanuts, that kind of thing. People just love those little snacks. And not to mention crudités. That's just chopped up vegetables and some dip to dip it in. Easy to do. And, again, this is not a time to pull out the good china. Paper and plastic are easy, and they're easy to clean up. And you want to make this easy. You don't want to make a big project out of it because it's more fun when it is easy and fun to do. Uh, another good bit of advice is if you're going to have beer, don't have a keg. That's sloppy and messy, and uh, unless you've got a permanent keg holder uh, in your house for keg beer, uh, I, I'd advise against it because it's so messy. Uh, it's so much easier to put out bottles and cans and have a selection of beers rather than just one. Uh, the same thing is true. Make sure... Uh, you put out lots of alternate beverages, club soda, soft drinks, etc., are always in order, a, a thing like that. So we satisfy the people that aren't going to drink wine or something along those lines. Another thing is baked brie. Everybody has probably had baked brie at one time or another. I notice now they even sell dishes, special oven-proof dishes to bake brie in. We have a liqueur called Louisa Liqueur. And Louisa liqueur is pecan, cocoa, and caramel. And what a combination it makes. It's so much better than like Kahlua or Tia Maria, etc. especially if you're baking brie. And then put a little crumbled pecans on top. Easy to do and delicious. Don't forget another thing that's easy to do, you can buy them, are pre-made meatballs. And then you can make them Italian where you put just marinara sauce on them, Swedish with a little cream sauce on it, just plain beef broth and seasoning. Absolutely wonderful. People just love them. And you can, like I say, you can do those any way you want, but make it easy on yourself. A cheese tray is always easy to do. And what you want is three or four cheeses, a couple hard and a couple soft cheeses, Hard cheeses like a Jarlsberg or a Swiss or a Sharp Cheddar or something like that, soft, uh, a Brie or a Camembert or something like that. And whatever you do with cheeses, make sure you've had them out three or four hours out of the refrigerator before you put them in. When people serve you cheese that's right out of the refrigerator, it really doesn't have a lot of taste. And if you let it sit out for three or four hours beforehand, you're going to get all those wonderful nuanced flavors of the cheese that you want to have. And cheese and crackers and a specialty hearty soup. And what could be easier? And, uh, as I said, make it easy on yourself with uh, plastic and throwaway stuff so you aren't cleaning up until, God knows, midnight or so. Uh and, of course, everybody has a little sweet, too, so sweet on uh, out are a good thing to do if you haven't got time to bake your own, and who does? The bakeries can supply you with wonderful cookies, cupcakes, brownies, bars of any kind are just terrific and easy to do, believe me. 
if you want to make your ball game event uh, a good mixer, you can always have kind of a wine tasting where you put out dump buckets for people to uh, give everybody one glass and some glass identifier, and then put out the wines and sip and swirl. And uh, it gives some people something to do. It's informal. It's not too serious. If you want, you can put out cheat sheets with pens and paper for people. But uh, just And you can do so many variations on that. Wines of the world, wines of Italy, wines of France, wines of Spain, wines of Napa Valley. I think you get the idea. It's just a very, very easy way to entertain and uh, to offer uh, beverages, those wonderful wines I mentioned. And speaking of wines, you, you know, you really want, with all of these parties like that, wines that are hearty. You know, it's cold outside. You want a hearty wine. One of my favorites is something called Amicone, A-M-I-C-O-N-E, and it's from Italy. And it, I always like to call it a poor man's Amarone. Amarone is a very, very expensive wine that's made in the Veronese area of Italy. Amicone is uh, almost an identical replica of this wine, only it's half the price. If you get Amarone, you're going to spend 30 or $40 a bottle. If you get Amicone, you're only going to spend about 15 and it's delicious. If you're going to serve a Chardonnay, you want one that has some body and We'll go with these various things we've mentioned, and I'd use either Gearbox or Hats Off, our two good Chardonnays, not terribly expensive, uh, but with some body to them to stand up to the food you're going to have. Of course, Zinfandel is just great, particularly if you're having barbecued rings or barbecued ribs or something like that. Zinfandel's my go-to wine on that, unless it depends on the barbecue sauce. Sometimes I just love an Argentinian Malbec. So Gary Bay is my favorite one, and it is not very expensive, and it is about the most perfect wine you could ever imagine to have with barbecue. Uh, it's really good. Uh, of course, everybody likes sparkling wine, and Prosecco fills the bill there very nicely and at a very low cost. It isn't like buying champagne or very expensive Cremant. Uh, Proseccos are modestly priced and they're really good Cavatina is one we bring in from Prosecco and it's absolutely delicious and again modestly priced I kind of like Pinot Noir as a general wine for a party uh, because it seems to please everybody Fog Mountain Pinot Noir from California and Lockwood are two really good ones of course there's some wonderful stuff coming in from Oregon Willamette uh, Pinot Noir from Oregon, and those Pinot Noirs just seem to be able to marry with everything uh, very, very nicely. Uh, so does Beaujolais. Malmaison has a wonderful deal on Beaujolais at the moment that's really just super and would go with all these finger foods very, very nicely. And let's not forget the attraction of Pinot Grigio. It's just an innocuous, nice white wine to have and it blends with everything. It doesn't stand out. It doesn't say, hey, look at me, I'm a special wine. What it does is just blends into the background, and sometimes you want to do that. Another thing you can do with these holiday, uh, I'm sorry, football game wines and things is have one drink. A margarita is always very, very popular, and today you can buy those mixes, and all you add is tequila to them, 
and they're pretty darn good. Uh, and you have the ease of preparation. Punches are good, too. So is Bloody Mary's. And if I was doing just wines, I would just do two, red and white. Not that there isn't a place for rosé at this time of year. There is. But if you're doing the football game, it's late in the day. And I think red and white please everybody, one of each kind. Uh, it would, the party would be just terrific. But I think you get the general gist. What you really want is something that's easy for you, uh, kind of fun for your guests, and you'll enjoy the football game that much more, in my opinion, and so will your guests, and particularly if they have a little something to nosh on. And so make it easy. Let's not forget, don't, don't bring out the china and anything you're going to have to end up cleaning up. Get paper plates, plastic cups, easy to clean up the plastic bag and put it all out in the trash and you're done with it. And I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy that game a little bit more if you're enjoying it with other friends. So why not on this bitter cold day uh, think about putting something together for tomorrow? If you haven't done so already, invite a few neighbors in. And if you follow these simple, easy-to-guideline things, and don't forget, today at the supermarkets, they have everything pre-made. You needn't have to spend a lot of time being uh, chained to an oven or or into the kitchen to fix this stuff. You can just go and buy it and put it out. Uh, I just think that, in my opinion, watching the game with other people makes the game much more fun for me anyway, and I hope it does for you. And, like I said, it's a wonderful way to while away a terribly cold day is just thinking about a little entertaining warms you on the inside. So, and there's a good place, of course, to go for all that, and that is Haskell's. Absolutely. You talk about making it easy. Those folks will really make it easy for you. Indeed. If you're planning a cup of soup and a glass of wine, stop in for the wine at Haskell's. They love to talk about it. They love to pair wines. And you know what? Best of all, they help you pick a wine that will not break the bank. You'll find a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington. There's one in Excelsior. There's a Haskell's down in Fairbolt right off of 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. In downtown Minneapolis, there's free parking on Saturdays and Sundays. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth. St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And don't forget, Haskell's does deliver. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com, and you'll find a wonderful array of different wines and spirits to choose from for your holiday football party. All right, outstanding, Jack. Yeah, let's get, hey, let, let, I'm so yeah. astonished. You know, the NFL, you, you can't, you're really not supposed <laughs> to use Super Bowl. I know. Isn't that something? <laughs> it's kind of silly, but hey, that's the, the that's they own it, I guess. Well, I tell you what, Jack, let's uh, do this again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell.